Fantasy Podcast. Got my boys today, and uh, of course, our guest Eli today. I'm gonna let him tell him about it, about himself. Cool dude. I hope y'all love him like I do. Mm. Eli, talk to us. Who are you? What are you doing here? What's your purpose? No, I'm just kidding. Just talk to us. Who are you, Eli? Uh, yeah, I'm Eli Livingston. Um, I'm from Batesville, Arkansas, where I met these guys. Uh, I am currently attending Washtenaw Baptist, uh, where I play quarterback for the football team. And uh, I am a biology major and chemistry minor. Ooh. So. Ooh. He wants to be a doctor, everyone, because he's great. That's why. But Eli, we got to ask you the question of all questions and talk to us, tell us everything, tell us everything you want to say. When did you decide to stop living on your time and start living on God's time and why? So my, my testimony starts out whenever I was around eight. Um, I, uh, I was saved at a young age and, uh, it was, it was really before I, I feel like I understood like what it meant to, to follow Christ and, uh, sacrifice, uh, my own desires and my own, what I feel like I needed, uh, to follow him, uh, and pick up my cross daily. Um, so I was at, um, yeah, I've always, I've always grown up at the church and, uh, my parents have been involved since, uh, since I was a little kid. Um, but it was about 13, uh, years old. I was at a, uh, um, uh, summer camp at Washita where, uh, ironically, ironically yeah, uh, where one of the speakers just, uh, God used one of the speakers, to moving me and uh just let me understand that i do have to pick up my cross daily i have to rely on him and uh just everything that i'm everything that i do and um just submit to him um so 13 is where i i kind of just under or not understood i still don't completely understand what it means you know we're still growing right uh but that's kind of where it started off and um just uh, continue to uh, mature uh, in my walk with with the Lord um, as I grew up. So, uh, yeah. Um, well, brother, I want to get a little bit. I want to get deeper, man. Okay. Like, get that nitty gritty. Like, what was going on in your life? What have you been struggling with? And okay. like, how have you gone through that? You know. I got you. Um. All right. Um. So. One of the biggest struggles that I've always uh, dealt with, and I feel like this is a common struggle among just teenagers in general, young young men, is uh, pornography. Um, but um, that that has been it's been a it's been a pretty a long struggle since I was you know junior high, junior high yeah. Um, but it was a uh, it's a it's still like even to this year been a temptation with lust and everything like that. Um, and I'm not going to say like, it's something that you grow out of. I think there's still always going to be lust. It's just continuing to run to God instead of falling into your own, like fleshly desires. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, wow. that's just, that's just one of the, this is, that's just one of the uh, many struggles. Many struggles yeah. yeah. Well, dude, I'll, um, I'll tell you, and Hudson, I don't know if we've told you about this, but at FCA camp, we had like a locker room 
talk kind of thing. And, you know, you weren't a huddle leader, but again, we'll keep talking about it to make you jealous. So, you, so you'll be forced to do it next year. But, uh, but we had a locker room talk at FCA camp and there was kind of this ongoing joke after that at camp because there's a verse in the Bible. Do you know what verse it is? Talking about fleeing. I was in like First Corinthians or something. I don't know. But there's a verse in First Corinthians and it's talking about sexual sin. And it's the only, and now I don't want to quote this and say wrong, but I know it is one of, if not the only sin in the Bible that it says to completely flee from. It says just to go away. And uh, that's something we've actually been working on like uh, even like the huddle leaders, like if we lust or if we have trouble with, uh, you know, if someone has trouble with pornography or with, you know, something that's, you know, tough like that, that you can't do on your own or you can't handle on your own. Um, we've made like a, like a group message where we can like talk to each other and we can you know, like, you know, tell each other like, Hey dude, I'm struggling with this. And it's not just like, you know, to porn or whatever. It's like, you know, whatever you may be struggling with, uh, whether that's alcohol or uh, something else like that. And so that's been something that's been really good uh, for us. But, you know, Eli, kind of talk about um, finding, like, I guess how college can be a little lonely sometimes and how you've, you know, tried to find more people and kind of like what how that's been, like the struggles and uh, – how you've gotten better with like you know finding community and stuff like that of course um so we said i like what you're saying about like it's not one of those things you just kind of get rid of but it's one of those things you learn how to do it better you know what i'm saying oh yeah and and it's what it and like what you say caleb when you're like having to flee from that man it's immediately you, ha you have to do it because the longer you let it linger linger the more it's going to like eat at you mm, right that's facts yeah, of course that's definitely what soon as it starts hitting you to like call on somebody that's why we need our brothers you know mm. oh yeah go ahead eat my bad oh you're good that was that was good um so it was actually around this time last year when i moved uh to college um we were poor a month early for football um so just kind of get getting settled in and uh meeting some my guys that are, are at uh washer right now um but just that moving from my home and like my home church, just my parents, just my, all my support uh, to something completely new. It was a, it was, it was a difficult thing just to like get used to. And I don't know if I ever really got used to it to where I got, you know, like, no, I don't know what I'm trying to like adapted to it. Yeah. Even uh, still, even still. Yeah. Like for um, me too. I mean, yeah, even still. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, college, uh, college sports, it's it's a job. It takes a lot, uh, and then trying to do academics on top of that. So, want to be a doctor? I mean, that's that's the goal. But uh, just uh, trying to uh, balance all of that at the same time, it just it takes all of your energy. So, mm -hmm. whenever you're not grounded in Christ, and whenever you're not, um truly living for him you don't have that church fellowship you don't have that community around you don't have accountability um it's very easy to you know let temptation stick around not fleeing from temptation let mm. entertain those thoughts entertain whatever uh, go and do those things that you know you're not supposed to do um it's so much easier whenever um you're just caught up in things um 
whatever it might be. It, might, it, it doesn't even have to be a bad thing, you know, like school is not a bad thing. Sports are not bad things, but whenever the, you, you just let them. Like come like, over church. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it was, it was, it was quite, it, it was an idol really just uh because I put, I definitely put that before my relationship with God and it, it definitely, um, it, I, I struggled in my walk with Christ this last, last year, just, uh, not truly, um, picking up my cross daily, mm-hmm. picking up the cross daily and just like living for him, uh, dying to myself, you know, but, um, so yeah, it just got really, really tough. Um, uh, I felt, you know, uh, with lust, there was always pride. It was, you know, being a college athlete, just being a quarterback. Know, Come on, you can say it. You can say it. Being, being, a, a, quarterback. being a quarterback. You know, it, it doesn't just have to be a quarterback. It's, it's any like college sport, just yeah. like you have that pride. Well, know, yeah, when you come home and you, right, and, and you wear your gear and you're like, hey, look at me. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, but, no, but uh, even just like the fleshly desires. So, I uh, I struggled with uh, many things at college. One being alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just it's so easy to fall into those things whenever you don't have that support like and fellowship around you. Yeah, so. you kind of like kind of got in the wrong crowd, and because it, I, I will tell you, um, how can you hear us? Yeah, I hear you. They're telling yeah. me I gotta go. Oh, you do? It's okay. Yeah, me and Eli can finish up. But <laughs> that's um, right. Hey, bro. say one thing, bro. You were saying you stand for nothing, fall for everything, bro. And when you're not strong in your walk, you're gonna fall every time, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing e. This man right here is passionate, man. So is my boy Caleb. I'm gonna let them take over. I love all y'all. Peace. All right. See you, brother. See you guys. <laughs> See ya. But uh, but what I was gonna say, um, really with Eli, um. I wanted to talk to Hudson, but he's got to leave now. It's okay. If, they, if they, I'm going to kind of go off script for a second. If y'all don't know, Hudson, uh, he has been trying to get on for so long, but he has, like, training, and he has, like, a specific schedule he's got to stay on and stuff. And he does, like, sometimes he can get away, um, and he can get on his phone and stuff like that. But then other times, like, they'll be like, hey, you got to go. And um, one thing they told us at FCA camp is that if – the devil won't make you bad. He'll make you busy. And I think that that's absolute. like Hudson has tried so many times to get on here and to do this, but it's like something always comes up and that's not his fault at all. And that's been, you know, something that's happened for me too. Um, so when he gets back, we'll be, it'll be a lot easier, but kind of want, I want to go like what I was going to ask him, but he's obviously not here now. When he was a freshman in college at Arkansas State, he kind of struggled with alcohol and with a few different things. I know he wouldn't care me talking about that because he's talked about it a million times. But he told me that the biggest thing that helped him was the community that he found. Um, And I'm not saying myself at all, but we became very close, uh, you know, last year, second semester of our first year in college. And, dude, it was like a miracle being around the right people. So I guess I want to ask you, um, you don't have to like give specific names or anything, but like, what was it like um, kind of being in college and hanging out, hanging around the wrong crowd and kind of how it affected you and your decisions and all that? Like how, like, what is it like when you're around the wrong crowd and what are the benefits of being around like the right kind of people? Yeah, I see. 
Um, and it can be a it can be difficult whenever you like like wrong crowd. It's just uh, people who aren't like minded in Christ. Um, and it may not necessarily be like the wrong crowd. They may like be amazing people. It's just like not Christ might be might not be like number one in their lives. And so it's just it's difficult being around them. Um, like I they're not right. They're not not like minded in Christ. So they they're not pushing me we're not you know focused on Christ. It's, it's difficult it's like iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. so one man sharpens another it's whatever crowd you're going to be around that's those who are the, the people who's going to influence you towards whatever whatever it is um so just uh being around guys um who you know also struggle with the same thing that i've been struggling with it's just uh it's so much easier to uh to fall i'm not gonna say peer pressure but like maybe an excuse like my friends are doing this i'll just i'll just go ahead and do it with them you know um and it can be something as simple as that um but just having that church fellowship um around you um accountability is huge and that's something that i didn't really have um this first year um like no one to just call you up like no one to just yeah <laughs> no one to just call you up and be like hey Eli you've been struggling hey you right. good like yeah I mean that's yeah. so important dude oh it's it's uh it's very important um so it's just like those church fellowship um I didn't really get connected to a church at college um I didn't um you know have that those group of people that would you know mm-hmm. point me in the right direction which was Jesus uh it was um it was very difficult. So I, I, you know, I guess I put my relationship with Christ on the back burner and that's whenever things started going downhill, um, just depression and, um, falling in temptation and just a bunch of different things. So it was, it was just not good. Yeah. And, uh, I will say too, I think it's kind of cool. I just realized this, you and I both go to Christian schools. Oh yeah. Like you go to Washita and I go to Williams. He plays football at Washita. I play basketball at Williams and it's really crazy how people think just because you go to a Christian school, that means that everything's dandy and perfect and everyone is super Christians. And that's not true, like at all. I'm not going to say, I don't know if there's really like parties at Williams, because if anyone from Williams ever was listening to this, they'd be like, oh, there is <laughs> like, like, I don't know. But no, I don't think there, I don't think there really is. And there may not even be on campus at Washita, but there is other places. And there's definitely people that it's like if you want to find uh, bad things to do, I guess. I don't want to say bad things like, uh, you know, smoking, drinking, you know, what sexual sin, whatever the case is, you can find it. Like it's not like hidden from you. Like you can, you know, I mean, you know, there's places close to Walnut Ridge. There's places close to Arkadelphia, I think, isn't it? Or is it, is it in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, I mean, I'm saying like you can find clubs to go to, you can find places to sneak to, you can find places to buy from, like you can find all these things. And I think that's why um, being in your relationship with God daily is so important. Um, And that's something I've, you know, decided to really make a priority is trying to get into my word once a day. Uh, I'm on like a Bible reading plan. I'm trying to read the whole Bible while I'm way behind. I mean, like numbers or something, yeah. but, uh, but also talk about that. Talk about like, 
you know, how important it is to actually spend time with Jesus, like yourself, uh, getting in your word and having that kind of like rooted on your heart. Um, and also random question, not question, but I want you to talk about this. Talk about your favorite moments from FCA camp. Okay. Yeah. So. Sure. Um, so first off, like, uh, being in the word daily, it's, um, that's, it's, it's so important to have that, um, connection with god like you're, you're reading god's word and he's you know working in your heart working in your heart yeah yeah um so just hearing from what you know what god is has already said to people before us uh it's just it still applies today and so it in every in every way um so just never changes never changes um the the Bible says that we're we're called to pick up the cross daily and follow Him, mm-hmm. um, and that includes reading, uh, reading Word, His Word, praying, and do you ever do devotions? Uh, I do do. Uh, you do do. I do. I do do. You do do. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Devotionals. Um, yeah, those are awesome. Mm-hmm. Just a a plan to, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes. You know, there's there's days where I can't get enough. Like I, I love reading the Bible, but there's days where it's, it it seems like it's more of a, you know, I have to do this. I have to do it. Yeah, it. it sounds bad, but like check it off the box. But you know, still, it, it it's good to have discipline. It's good to have discipline. Um, what was the next question? Oh, FCA camp. Oh, FCA camp. Um, so yeah, this last year, um, it was it was tough with my walk with Christ, but um. As soon as I got home, it was I got back into my uh, church and being around the church fellowship. And then I'd actually um, heard about this FCA camp through uh, football. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we had an FCA retreat for football, and uh, Michael May um, mentioned something about helping for um, this FCA camp, um, and I was really interested in it um so it was july 3rd through 12th june yeah june uh june 3rd through 12th but coming into it i really felt like god i'm not in the right place to lead some junior high and senior high kids Mm. i'm not you know i've i've slipped up many times i'm a very imperfect person Mm. but um coming into that I don't remember what it was, but, um, you know, I heard it somewhere. God uses imperfect vessels. Like, light mm-hmm. shines through broken vessels. Yeah. Um, the glass thing. Yeah. You, are you, did Tarek say that? Somebody said that, like, with glass, like, when it's broken, like, light shines through. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, like, you put – I heard it I heard it somewhere else uh, before, before then. It was you put a candle in, like, a vase, and mm-hmm. it's completely – hole or looks like it's completely whole and you can't see any light through it but if you if it, there's a broken vase broken vessel you can see light through it and that's god like mm-hmm. metaphor for like god shining through us and um i really feel like god used me through uh fca my camp. fca camp my, my struggles and the things that i've gone through uh to reach some of these these junior high kids and senior high kids that um it was just not like rewarding for me just mm-hmm. as much as um, it was for, for them. them. So um, that's just one of the main things. But the next thing was 
meeting these these huddle leaders from FCA camp, drawing closer with my with my my buddy Caleb. But uh, I got there's a couple other guys that were with and uh, along with the senior high huddle group that um, I was with, but they're uh, accountability partners now. So I can, yeah, I can talk to you guys and I can talk to other guys about soccer team. Yeah. About, <laughs> Nobody knows about that. <laughs> yeah, um, about whatever it is that you're struggling with, whether it be lust, pride, um, you know, any, any sort of temptation that might be um, just to uh, be that like-minded people mm-hmm. uh, that can point us, point each other, yeah in the right direction well dude i will tell you did you expect the kids um to think we were like heroes going into the camp like the junior high kids did your kids think you were like their superhero or i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't say that i mean i remember being an fca you remember being an yeah FCA, but like just having yeah oh just having those huddle leaders like you looked up to them yeah and that's one of the main reasons why I got into FCA. I'm sure same reason, yeah. like being a huddle leader and like just being having the chance to pour into younger kids. Dude, what I was going to say is, um, and I know we kind of throw, we throw the word around because it's a very hard subject and I'm, I'm pretty open about like talking about it. So I will tell you, um, we had a whole episode on porn one time and, you know, I told the story about how when I was 15, um that was the first time like I struggled with porn and so I'm gonna tell you guys something that happened at camp that like my kids um it it was it was kind of funny okay so I sat down with my kids and I told them that I'd watched porn before and they were shocked they went they were like you have no you haven't no you have I'm like bro what you mean yes I have like I'm not a perfect Christian. And like all these kids think to themselves that like when you go into camp, like, you know, when you're spitting verses and you're like, you know, first John says this or uh, Matthew says this, Luke says this, first Corinthians says this. They think that you're super, a super, like superhero, superhuman. And it was funny to me because after that, my kids began to like open up to me and they began to talk to me about their struggles. And uh, I just thought it was a cool moment. Um, you know, because going into camp, they thought I was like a superhero or something. And I'm not a superhero. Eli's a superhero. That's false. But I'm not a superhero. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, it was just cool. Uh, I think that the more open and vulnerable you are, and you don't got to go out loud saying that. I mean, I've I've preached a few sermons, and I those those are things I don't talk about. But I know that we have a uh, probably mostly guys that listen to this. Uh, and, you know, well, definitely – well, that's probably a lot. We probably have half and half, but I know we have younger people that do struggle with that. And so that's why I try to talk about it. Um, and that's something that you got to talk about, you go, you know, and with, with, like I said, though, with the junior high kids, yeah, I told them about that. And like a lot of the other huddle leaders opened up about that in our locker room talk. And these kids were just like, like they like jaw dropped and like, no, you have, and it gives people hope that no matter what you've screwed up on or done that, you know, that God can use you and he can use your life. No. Totally. Uh, going off of like being vulnerable and everything, mm-hmm. it, it really allows like people to relate. Um, so yeah, pornography is definitely a struggle for most. I mean, 
if not, I'm not going to say all, because there might be a few people, but I mean, like most people. few perfect people out there. <laughs> few that just, that, I mean, it's just, it's a very common struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's because it's easy to access. It's, it's yeah. But um, the thing that I learned is that the more you like kind of keep your sin under wraps, like you, the more that you don't want to talk about it, like you, mm-hmm. you don't, I mean, no one wants to talk about their faults. Right. Right. But the more that you do, the easier it is to like, to expose it, to, to, to expose it and to start the healing process. Of, right. You know, getting rid of that sin, getting rid of that, whatever it might be. Exactly. Um, dude. And that like opens the door for accountability saying, I am struggling with this. I am mm-hmm. needing help with this. Um, and for me, maybe for you too, yeah, that was always just a problem, like not problem, but like it was, I hated doing it. Just like mm-hmm. admitting, man, I screwed up. I need, I need some help. This is a problem in my life. Like I need other people to help me through this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, it's, it's, it's very important. I think that's really because um, a lot of us, we, we think that whenever we talk about the bad things that we do, we've done, that we're going to be condemned instead of, you know, loved. And that's something that um, I think that's a reason that a lot of people don't talk about their struggles until they get in a group of good, uh, like a good group of Christian, like young men, I guess, if we're talking about men and then women, that's why, you know, they're separate because we have different, we have different struggles. Um, But dude, what you're saying about like, you know, talking about it, dude, if you don't talk about, your struggles and what you're going through it's just going to build up and build up and build up and then you're going to get numb and you're um you're going to get to a point where you allow it to control your life um and jenny allen gave an amazing message at passion um talking about like throwing off your weight like the weight of sin and guilt and shame and she used the verse romans 8 1 and uh i never really knew much about that verse until that message she gave it says Therefore, now there is no condemnation for those who are within Christ Jesus. And it's saying that if you are saved, if you have given your life to Jesus, then you don't have to like hide behind a wall and be like, oh, my gosh, look what I've done. Look what I've done. He sees you and he still loves you despite your mistakes, despite uh, what you've been through and despite whatever you've done to anyone else. So, yeah. And kind of um, like Jesus kind of said like we're not we're not supposed to go through burdens alone like you yeah, said exactly my yoke is easy you know my my yoke is light and you know, like he's he's saying pretty much that like walk with him and he will make your burdens mm-hmm. easier to bear and walk with other christians and make it easier for you like to bear your burdens so it was that's a very big thing in my life mm-hmm. uh still learning how to do that so yeah. and uh i guess Talk about real quick, um, and like the football locker room, I guess you'd say, how it might be difficult sometimes um, when you see like a teammate or somebody and you know they're going through a struggle, You they know you're going through something, you know they're going through something, and you think to yourself like, dang, I want to go talk to them um, or something like that, and you end up like, cause I know we've talked about that at small group a little bit, how there's been times you, you want to go talk to this person or do that, but it's scary. Yeah. And you decide to do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Like how much, how, how much worth it? Uh, how much worth it? That's gotta be wrong grammar. How worth it is it whenever you decide to witness to somebody or to talk to somebody, even when it's scary? 
Yeah. Um, so going back to uh, like letting me, like the Lord use you, mm-hmm. um, it's not it's not comfortable. Uh, definitely definitely not. But um, you know, just you going up and talking to someone um, that could just be the one little thing that they needed. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't even know, but uh, the Lord's been working in their heart, maybe. Um, and just you talking to them can um, help them out and do like wonders for them, even mm-hmm. though even if you didn't know it. So, um, yeah, get get uncomfortable with you know it's 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 difficult to go and talk to people about like what they've been going through if they've been going through anything, asking like to pray for people like how can you pray for them but that's a big one that's a yeah it's a big one um so it's just it's not and i'm saying like it's not about us it's all about jesus right mm-hmm. so whenever you pick up your cross daily and die to yourself daily you have that christ mindset that you can you can go and talk to people mm-hmm. and even if you get shot down if you they reject you it's you know maybe you still just like that action of going and planting that seed, planting that seed, you know, um, that even if you tried to talk to him, that could still be something, mm. you know. Well, Eli, I will tell you, it's been fun. Wait, what's I say? It's been real and it's been fun, but it has been really fun, actually. It's been really fun. You got any last advice to give anybody um, that's listening? that you know maybe an athlete or may just be struggling in general um find accountability and find church fellowship um because no matter how much you think you may be able to do it by yourself it you're not it's just you're gonna it's gonna keep going it's gonna keep happening whatever it might be um whatever sin you're dealing with um find people to help bear your burdens and find people to pour into you um, that can point you to Christ. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And Eli, thank you for coming on and giving your testimony and uh, talking about what you've been through and what the, the Lord's doing in your life. So we will see you guys next Wednesday. Goodbye. Yes. Oh, 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 oh.